Yes, yes, y'all. You are now listening to the sound of the shofar blowing. The shofar is a ram's horn that is blown to inspire the people to do their thing. And the shofar is blown to coordinate a queen or a king. And today the shofar is being blown to call us to connect back to nature. Um, this is Faux Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shofar, from Faux Show Energy Work. And today my guest is Raziki Lafira. And I'm going to ask her to actually pronounce her last name on that, too. I might jack that up, but I apologize. Uh, my guess, what she does is she's a transformation and empowerment coach, does sacred you know, sexuality with Tantra, and she's also a Vedic astrologer and also Yoni uh, steaming practitioner. And so I'm going to bring the sister on here. Uh, when I came across her work and she reached out to me, definitely wanted to bring her on here. She's doing some very powerful work, helping people align some very powerful ways. So definitely had to reach out to her and go ahead and get her on the show. Sister Raziki, are you out there? I am. How are you, bro? I'm doing good. No question. No question. Uh, and right off the bat, I want to ask you, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Raziki Zafira. Yes, you did. You did wonderfully. Thank That's you. Dope. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. I feel like <laughs> yeah. the gymnast when they, feel like the gymnast when they do the backflip and they, and they landed. Well, yes, yeah, cool. perfect turn. Very cool, and I know you had some uh, some 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 powerful workshops. So I think just this past weekend and everything, everything went well. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, I have I launched my online course, the Sacred Sexuality Rites of Passage program. It's both live and online, and pretty much what it is is like, you know, pretty much everything I wish I had when I was a child. Understanding wow. who we are as humans and how we're relating to each other, and then the lessons that my mom never taught, the lessons that my dad never taught. So yeah, that got launched this week. There's definitely still time to enroll, but I do have some other um, events coming up with, they're called Intro to Tantra. So it's like what we bring to the community, Black Tantra Group ATL, Black Tantra Group NYC, and we're just opening up the doors for community members to understand the wholeness of Tantra. Um, excited for that. Very cool. Well, you know what, Riziki, we, you know, uh, what I normally do is, uh, you know, I give people, you know, a chance to hear about all of the great things you got going on. So this is great. I, I'm glad you got your online course. That's definitely taking things to the next level. And you just mentioned about mm-hmm. the wholeness of Tantra. So what I want to do, I know we have yeah. all different type of levels of understanding that are going to be listening. Some people know what shamanism is. Shamanism is. Some people know what Tantra mm-hmm. is. Some people think they know what those mm-hmm. two things are. And so right. and how do those two things go together? So could you explain mm-hmm. in, in, in Riziki terms what is shamanism, what is <laughs> Tantra, and how, are they, how do they all come together? Sure. So um, for me, shamanism is understanding the spiritual forces that exist in the universe as well as the spiritual forces within ourselves, and it's communing with those forces, right? So like everything in creation has a particular intelligence behind it. It had a name. It had a vibration, you know, and a lot of times we're going through life not being in tune with these frequencies and or um, trying to tune or align ourselves with things that really have historical, spiritual, foundational beginning. So shamanism is definitely being able to culturally 
um, culturally tune in and more so not being afraid to, to walk through the shadows. You know, like not everything is light and pillows and clouds. And so sometimes we we have a certain kind of healing where we are going to have to walk through those shadows. We are going to have to walk through those darkness. And shamanism is that art of being brave enough, being full, being empowered, you know, to be able to, to walk through that and face the toughest, ugliest parts of yourself. Now, as far as um, Tantra goes, so a lot of people hear that and they automatically associate it with sex, right? But for me, wow, it's, it's, before that, I, there was a healing, there was a empowerment, there was a self-actualization, realization, a lot of shedding, clearing, and then came the explosive orgasms, and then came awesome experiences with, with um, sex. So, you know, that's that's my, it, it's a life science, it's a lifestyle, so it's not helpful in my relationships with others, but with myself, with my finances, with my career, you know, so. And I know many people may know, like, it's a Sanskrit word uh, meaning loom or to weave light and sound. But from my background, I'm very much in tune with, you know, my ancestral lineage. So we had a system called Phi Tai We, which was union of two lands or union of the higher and lower self. And, you know, this goes back since the beginning of time. So Tantra is a system that was made from modalities and tools that existed way before the word itself. So that Got that's it. the Rizikified, you know, definition. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I couldn't have said it better. I love it. You weaved, you 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 yeah. to, uh, and put those two put those together. You know. Um, yes, got to tantrify it. And what? Yeah, you tantrified it right there. And, and one of the things <laughs> I wanted to go in on that is like mm-hmm. you mentioned the word shadow. Um, you're talking about yeah. uh, about shamanism and whatever. What is what is that? What is because shadows? You know, I know a, a lot of times we're scared. We think of Jason and Freddy Krueger and shit. So talk of some about the yeah. shadows. What are the shadows and and how do we work with them? Yeah. So for what you know, the just like you know, there's light and dark, right? So the shadows I feel are the the shame, the guilt, the fears that we don't want to face, right? It's the stuff that we continue to run away from. And it's like when we understand the other side of shame, guilt, and fear is freedom. It's love, it's truth, it's bliss, it's orgasmic energy. And a lot of times we are having challenges reaching that point because we're, we're, we're afraid to walk through the shadows, you know. And I'm like sometimes it's very necessary. And it's not, it's not meant for you to walk through it and stay there and, you know, re-traumatize yourself, but find the lessons, find the empowerment. Sometimes I do what we call um, soul retrievals where we sometimes go back to that time to regain the parts of yourself that was lost in that moment, especially when it deals with, like, childhood abuse or neglect or abandonment. So, yeah, some of us, some of our trauma, like, that happened at, like, during childhood, we're still stuck there. We're still stuck there, so we got to go back. We got to go back and, and free free yourself. Got it, got it. I like uh, analogy that just came to me while you while you were explaining that is like if we imagine that we we have a a room where the light is shining in and and all of that, but there's certain places where an object might have been placed that's blocking the sun coming in 
Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and so what, we, what, what the shadow work that you're helping people do is we go in and we move that object mm-hmm. so, that the, so that the sun can hit the full room, you know. Um, exactly. Nothing, you know, exactly. without really passing a judgment on the object or anything like that, it's just moving it out. Correct. It doesn't need to be there anymore. Right. It's no longer a part of your story. And, and one thing that I realized, um, we um, we develop ourselves based off our trauma, right? Or we, mm-hmm. like, when we go through certain things, um, we've allowed that experience, we created a part of ourselves based off of that traumatic experience. And I'm like, okay, well, is that your authentic self? Like, mm-hmm. is that authentically you, the whatever parts of you that was developed based off of this pain, is that authentically you? And most likely no, because it's a defense mechanism, right? So, therefore, our vulnerability, our openness, our transparency, our trust is is tampered with. Got it. The next place I want to kind of transition uh, into is kind of talking a little bit about archetypes, because I felt like uh, from yeah. what I seen from your your Instagram and then also uh, your website is uh, you know that you're doing you know the shamanistic tantra you know working with archetypes mm-hmm. and I remember I read Ra Unefer I mean in the Madhu Nati or Madhu Netter I have heard different yeah. pronunciations he says that mm-hmm. we often meet with failure when we're unable to you know uh, bring forth the the proper energy or the proper uh, Arisha or the proper angel if you will the, the proper aspect force. of ourselves. Yep spiritual yeah. force, energetic mm-hmm. force at the right time. So, mm-hmm. for instance, we were hot-headed, and, but we need to yeah. be cool, we meet with failure. Mm-hmm. So can you explain how you yeah. tie all that into that, too? Absolutely. So that that in a part, well, that in itself, what you described is like what I call the anatomy of our consciousness, because we all, like you said, have faculties or archetypes or whatever, um, these spiritual forces that, it, because number one, we're limitless, like that's number mm. one, right? Like, but before right. we even came into the realm, like our, our understanding is, you've seen Lucy, right? Like, And by the end of the movie, like she was, she was limitless. And what happens is we come into this world and then we get limited by culture, race, uh, uh, class, and then like then experiences and then, you know, all this other stuff. And, and sometimes these spiritual faculties in us, that's meant for us to like have willpower or have confidence or have clarity or, or be able to strategically and logically think of, think of things it's damaged right or it's not cultivated it's not even tapped into so then now we're going through life right we're trying to we're trying to have relationships we're trying to get promotions we're kind of, we're trying to live our best life and fulfill our purposes but yet we haven't cultivated the archetypes or the faculties needed in order for us to perform the task so you know so it, it, it right it, it's kind of like you know when we keep wondering why there's blockages Okay, well, in order, whatever tools you need to accomplish this, do you have that? It's kind of like you're, right. you know, like trying to become a psychologist, but you only graduated high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. you have to have cultivated certain parts of yourself. And, because, and this is what, you know, it's like know thyself. And when you know how limitless you are, and again, going back to the shamanism and why I feel culture is so important, like our ancestors mm-hmm. left stuff for us to be able to tap in and tune into that, you know? And so, mm. yeah, we, it, it, like I said, it's a lifestyle. It's understanding the limitlessness of yourself. 
So the archetypes, definitely, they're, um, yeah, they're very helpful. And not just, not just the archetypes within us as spiritual forces, but also archetypes necessary to advance a civilization, to build a nation. That's very, very important. Gotcha. Yeah, because um, I, I imagine that the forces that are used uh, for nation building and for community building, it's a little bit different aspect or a grander scheme. Uh, more or less. Correct. correct? Okay. Yes. Like, um, for instance, so there's certain ones like I call the um, the scientist or the, the diplomat, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. so I love the diplomat because it deals with emotional intelligence. Sometimes mm-hmm. why I feel like, and we see it all the time, like not being able to accomplish things because we want to be in our feelings. We don't know how to just keep the bigger picture in mind, you know what I mean? And like, okay, the focus is this. Let me put my personal feelings aside and get the job done. So then when we deal with the scientists, it's like, you know, one thing I notice about, and I love my spiritual people, but sometimes we get so caught up in the clouds, we forget about we're still existing in the physical reality. So, like, how are we advancing society? You know what I mean? Like right. the spirit, science, technology, engineering, and math is just as important as we, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we need that. Like it, we just can't be all meditation is great and, oh, yeah, kumbaya. But we still have a whole civilization we need to advance. Our ancestors did it. Why Why are we at a standstill? What happened? What happened to the right. archetypes or the roles of society that made that you know, conducive or some like an important part of our development. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Makes a uh, total sense to me in, in using the approach that you are or whatever to, you know, and, and like you're saying with the, the diplomat and the scientist and these things are the, mm-hmm. the engineer, these things are, are mm-hmm. archetypes that are needed for, for culture building and for, for, for build, building yeah. the nation. And then also the, the, the archetypes that we have in ourselves, uh, Say again, going back to that part of us that is dynamic and maybe uh, can can be motivating or a catalyst, but we keep telling ourselves mm-hmm. that we're shy. It's like if we're yeah. shy, there's a time when when there's a time when maybe introspection and being off to ourselves is needed and and good. But mm-hmm. if we always yeah. on our energy and just keep telling ourselves that we're oh I'm shy, I'm shy, or I'm hot, you know I'm. We're- you know, a type A personality, you know, but you might need to be yeah. cool in this situation. You're going to meet with failure, so that's yeah. what you're helping people with. Exactly. And again, is and, and like me, for existence, right? Like, you know, I just had this certain kind of thing with myself, like, this is just the way I am. But I'm like, okay, how is that working for you, though? You know, that would limit me in certain things. And it's like to be limitless means we can also be adaptable. It doesn't mean we have to be, you know, of the world, of our surroundings, but we know how to operate in it. So, yeah, like, and, you know, using the sexual energy or just regular or life force energy, which is kind of all the same or whatever. But, you know, there's ways to activate certain parts of ourselves. And, again, a lot of this information, a lot of this power is in our blood. It is in our cellular memory. It is in our spiritual self. So it's like we've, we've lost that art, that science that, you know. So that's, yeah, the archetypes are is, is been phenomenal in my life like yeah phenomenal. love it love it very cool very cool and let's talk about so i know with some shamanism riziki uh 
you know, there's common tools that are used, like maybe plant medicine, singing, dancing, drumming, uh, dream work. Oh, yeah. Do you tap in, you tap in and use any of those things? And, and if, if so, how do you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I freaking love dance. Like, I trance. Um, when I dance, like, you know, and one of the things about women, oh, I freaking love us, right? Because, you know, when you hear about the oracles or the sibyls or, you know, whatever, that was a way of channeling. Like, trance is a serious state that we need to be into in order to connect and heal. And in orgasms, um, certain clients that I work with, I may suggest plant medicine or I may suggest an actual mental health counselor, hypnosis. You know what I mean? It just mm. depends on what for to help us, you know, and I don't suggest to become dependent on the plant because essentially we are the plant. Everything that right. every all the medicine that shut us off and shut us uh, shut us down. So, you know, we have to have got to have a little extra push there. So, yeah, I, I embrace that. Yeah. Got it, got it. Sweat lodges, you, um, oh, yeah, sweat lodges, I do sweat lodges, drumming, oh. all that stuff, yeah. Very powerful. And, and as far as the trans work, um, especially like you say with women, I I, I want to touch more on that because I feel like uh, the innate ability of all human beings, but especially of those with, uh, you know, the feminine energy, when, we, when we're able to go yeah. into a very yin, a very uh, receptive state, uh, can you speak more about the receptive state, about the trance-like state and, and the power of that? Yeah, so when we go into trance, like, okay, so here's another thing about active tantra that I call, like, active tantra, shamanistic tantra, because we also deal with science, right? And mm. science says that we have these little these neurotransmitters, these neurochemicals that that start happening in our brain when we hit certain um, peaks of pleasure. We have certain parts of our brain during trance. We have the ability to have to to kind of infuse whatever intelligence that we want in these neurotransmitters, or what they are really called is dendrites. So one of the things that um, I teach in my course is the 7-Eleven system, and this is from the Akan tradition, where, because again, okay. like you said, I did sidereal astrology, and, you know, understanding that there's an, like, just like there's an intelligence behind and in and all around the celestial bodies, it's the same thing mm-hmm. within us. When I understood right. that, like, for instance, the sun, you know, the sun is like, the 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 solar system kind of revolves around it it is kind of in a sense the controller of things right because without the sun we can't see things can't grow so it's the same thing that same function in your in your neurological system is the same like your neural if you're brain dead there's not much you can do there's not much you can't move your bodily function stop so it's like again when we're understanding that are in our brain when those neurochemicals start releasing we have a pro- we have a we have a power to tell it what to do where to go like like trance being this state of like wishing yourself good things during this moment think tasting, seeing, feeling like the things you want to manifest these are the messages it's sending to your body thing I love about, you know, how I learned Tantra, because it's not about about a bunch of mystical stuff that has no scientific backing. It's not about, it's not 
only backed by, oh, this guy had a major download and was communing. It's it's backed by science. Like, you know, we and, and I think that's where it gets lost sometimes. Like, again, we get so caught up in the mystical part, we actually forget there's a scientific logical part as well. And this is that balance. Well, and you know, Riziki, I'm I'm right there with you on that because I believe that the time of the I would say the neo guru, because true gurus they never really was about self promotion. Correct. About hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm near, and you can you can do this yourself too. That would be a true guru's uh, message. But the neo guru, yeah. you know, the social media guru and that type of thing is like you know follow and do as I do. But uh, you know, yeah, now it's nah. like into to to the major religion. So I love what you're talking about is like embracing science. You know, and I think that's a very key to, to take these tools and technologies to another level and to, to, to make them more common for, for human consumption, if you will. One of the things that we have to do is embrace science and, and, and partner up with it and stop being at odds with it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We definitely, um, we definitely have to embrace science. Again, it's definitely a vital, vital part in our you know, in our advancement, you know, and um, and again, we can kind of see what's been happening with different cultures who are more advanced in science versus in technology versus those that are not, you know, and it's like, we got to step our game up, you know, I mean, and I feel like adversity, and we just had a little conversation today, like, adversity happens for us to find our strength, to, to cultivate what it is we need to cultivate. And, again, part of our duty here is to understand our primary function on this planet. And like you said, yeah, I'm not here to tell you to follow everything I do. I'm Listen, what astrology taught me was that, yes, we're, we, we did not all come here to do the same thing. We are <laughs> ecology. Everybody is supposed to be doing different things to make the world go around, right? Like, you know, yeah. one thing I loved about agriculture and farming was that I knew you can't put certain plants by this plant and these bugs help this and the compost, mm. blah, blah, blah. They all work together to make it grow. So my work is helping helping people understand their divine function. The sun has a divine function, so does the moon. Why wouldn't you as a being have a divine function? All your or your heart doesn't do what your spleen does. Your spleen doesn't do what a uterus does. We all there's a divine function in everything. You know what I mean? So and and right. that's what I love is helping people like discover that and their power in it and then watching them see how you're going to contribute that to the community. I love it. Amen. You know, to all, everything you're saying there and I love, uh, I feel like what I'm getting from what you're saying with the shamanistic tantra also is that it, it helps you still be an individual, but then also yeah. uh, at the same time, without negating that at any at any means, you're also playing a part for the bigger picture as well. Yes, and the generations to come, like, you know, right. I say a lot where um, – you know, and no disrespect to the elders, but, like, this mentality of, oh, well, you know, I'm old school and tradition. I'm like, mm, again, how how has that been working for us? You know what I mean? <laughs> and the humans we are now, right? right, the humans we are now, we're not the same humans we was 2,500, 25,000 years ago. So, you know, right. we're being born and tasked to evolve and, and contribute our work and our talent and our gifts to the world. But again, when we, when we find ourselves in these environments and these moments that are 
impeding or like telling us our limits, like that's the that's the issue. You know, and, and we wouldn't need laws of man if we understood the laws within ourselves, like we, we learn to govern ourselves. Totally. I agree. Uh, I've heard, you know, different cultures, you know, the ancient people of Kemet or a.k.a. Egypt and mm-hmm. ancient Chinese mm-hmm. and India, Indians and everything. They said that, you know, you only need laws when people are not evolving. You know, you think you need to tell people Correct. not to steal and not to do this or that. Right. You know, like, yeah. Like, the person naturally has the innate ability to understand their connection to each other, nature, animals, plants, you yeah. know, and, and, and to stay in the realm of, uh, you know, honoring all life. You know, so, uh, but you know, yeah. you're doing you're doing the work, uh, uh, you know, to to help bring us back to the remembrance of that Riziki. So, you know, I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, like I said, I love it. Um, it's been rewarding. It's helped me heal on so many levels, especially my work with men. And you know, like I, my pri- my primary focus are men. Because women already, we have so many outlets, we have so many spaces available for us to heal and empower ourselves and stuff like that. And then men, you know, it's kind of lacking in the area of vulnerability and transparency because a lot of men suffer in silence. I was watching this video the other day about Christbearer, the guy who, like, chopped off his own penis. And then I was like, whoa, you know, what, yeah, he, yeah, he was a rapper, um, (laughs) guy on the West Coast, yeah, and like, yeah, and, and, and see here, and here's the crazy part, if I was to chop off somebody else's penis, I'd go to jail, but that man chopped Mm. off his own penis, you know what I'm saying, so Mm. like, he, and and the reasoning by that was, you know, he lost his mother, the the children he had he wasn't able to see he had restraining orders mind you he was doing drugs and all this other stuff but mental health he was depressed and and especially mm. amongst men and the African American community mental health is not is something that we don't take into consideration which is another thing I do bring into my work I listen I partner with certified and licensed mental health counselors because a lot of people are coming into this work not knowing you you have ptsd bro you didn't you right. didn't been molested you grew up in a hood you didn't see nobody shot somebody shot and killed or you got out the military whatever bro you got you there's some ptsd going on you know like right. laying on a table and orgasms isn't going to solve all of that you actually need some mental help you know what i'm saying right. so yeah I'm, and our men like i said i have such a soft spot because you know, between the molestation, the emasculation, just being a black man and having a fear for your life almost every day, that shit is stressful. That shit is stressful. Right. Oh, hell yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot to bear, a, a, a major cross to bear for each each and every one of us, you know, the, the man, the woman, yeah. each one of us have our own unique, you know, uh, struggles. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm glad that you're, you know, you're doing this work and you understand this for people. Um I love everything you were saying there too. One other thing I want to touch on that though is like what you were saying that this is not of itself, you know, the, the be all have all, like the work that you do, that you're taking a holistic approach with and working with mental health and things like that. So Riziki, how can people follow up with you if they want to learn more? I know you got some dope workshops. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you and, and uh, the workshop that yeah. me, you, Courtney Garner and Dwayne Moody and myself yeah. are doing. Um, so how, how can people learn more about what you're doing and, and tie into 
Sure. So my website, www.RazikiZafira.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Raziki Zafira, Facebook, Raziki Zafira, and also um, Black Tantra Group of ATL, Black Tantra Group of NYC. Um, yeah, so just hit me up. You could definitely call or, or email or message uh, to learn more about my work. And, yeah, I definitely hope to see you all at one of the upcoming events. Dope, 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 dope. Well, you know, this is a, definitely, again, it's an honor. Uh, looking, uh, looking Thank very you for having meeting me. You. Oh, no yes, question. Yes, No too. question, sis. No question. And, um, you know, uh, again, family, we appreciate and love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And, again, this is Full Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shofar, from Full Show Energy Work. Y'all keep shining, keep climbing. Peace. All right. Peace. Peace.